Headquarters to all units. Headquarters to all units. All units stand by for on patrol with the PPD. Airing now on WTBR 89.7 FM. Good morning. Welcome back to another new episode of On Patrol with the PPD here on WTVR 89.7 FM Pittsfield Community Radio and simulcast on Pittsfield Community Television. Good morning, Lieutenant. Good morning, Chief. How are you? Uh, bright-eyed and... <laughs> you look bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, Lieutenant. <laughs> yeah. Let's, well, you television viewers know that that's not actually an accurate statement, but... Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a couple special guests joining us this morning but what's going on in a couple newsworthy articles um, well let's start off with today is juneteenth june 19th and uh you know there's a lot of a lot of talk in the media about juneteenth and the significance of juneteenth but uh if you're not familiar juneteenth celebrates june 19 1865 that was the date that major general gordon granger arrived in galveston texas two and a half years after the conclusion of the civil war to announce the Emancipation Proclamation and the end of the war. It's actually celebrated as the last day that slavery was, um, was allowed in the United States of America. Big push to make this a, a recognized holiday on both the state and federal levels. And Juneteenth will be recognized in the city of Pittsfield tomorrow afternoon um, with a gathering in Park Square. Uh, big news from the Supreme Court yesterday. The Supreme Court um, gets, issued a ruling that DACA had been improperly procedurally shut down and that uh, it's still in effect. So that's that's massive news. More locally, um, another structure fire, three, a family of three displaced as a result of the structure fire. And Chief Sammons, who has been a guest on the program, uh, I he's, he's the expert and I trust his expertise. And to summarize what he says, if it heats or cools, it gets plugged directly into a receptacle. Um, Air conditioners, humidifiers, ovens, space heaters, no extension cords, no surge protectors. They're not designed to handle the electric draw of those high energy drawing um, appliances. They will overheat and cause fires. So directly into the wall. And I guess the last news article, it's not really a news article. It's more like a social media fad. Hey, Lieutenant, did you hear that there's a alligator in Anoda Lake? I did hear that. Okay. Um, I don't even know how to, I don't even know. So we received the reports. We've reviewed the video. We're fairly comfortable that that video was not filmed in, in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, in Anoda Lake. Animal Control is aware of it. Mass Wildlife and the Environmental Police are aware of it. Um, the fishermen who were on the causeway yesterday did not report seeing an alligator in Anoda Lake. So um, under investigation, let's leave it at that, right, Lieutenant? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, sometimes news of that nature takes on a life of its own. Of its own. own. Of yeah, its own. Sure. Yeah, so let's just uh, move on from that one. Is our first guest joining us? I see her. All right, so with our weekly health update, we are pleased to welcome into studio via Skype, Director of the Pittsfield Department of Health, Director Gina Armstrong. Good morning, Gina. Good morning, Chief. How, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Can you check those levels, Lieutenant? Yep, a little higher here. How's it going, Gina? Good. That is Friday. It is Friday. That doesn't mean much for, for us. Actually, the commanding general staff is kind of slowing down our activity, so you might actually get to enjoy part of the weekend. 
Yes. Right. All right. So you're you're joining us by Skype, and we have Cheryl from DPI in studio with us this morning. She's going to talk about all things cultural when we get through all things public health. But what do our listeners and viewers need to know about what's going on health-wise in the Commonwealth and in the city of Pittsfield related to COVID-19? Okay, hey, well, first, I want to thank you so much uh, for for work on the EOC. Um, I think it's really important the public knows how uh, critical operation was uh, to our state that we're going through with pandemic. Um, and if you're unaware, EOC helped us Going. Gina, you're breaking up a little bit. Can you move a little closer to the phone? Can you hear me now? Yes. Is that all right? Yes. So, you know, the you were that um, your leadership setting up EOC for the and uh, and uh, getting the all those supplies in that we needed our Central County uh, for our homes, our clinical space. Our department and our was so critical. Um, basically, had to establish a new department uh, for the pandemic. And um, I thank so much leadership. I know now we're going to tape off a bit, um, but just knowing that that inventory of and that structure there have another spike or third going forward. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you know, fortunately, I, I, have, I am blessed with a great command staff who could step in and help me and give me that flexibility. But this was definitely a team effort. But thank you. Um, your, your Skype connection is a little spotty. So if you've got critical information, we might want to okay. focus on that. So, Gina, if okay, you, so. if, Gina, if you could just come a little closer there. I, it, some of it, some of the issue is the audio, but it's it's a skippy internet connection. It seems. Uh, okay. Thank you. I usually have connection here. So, um, as far as our COVID positive cases, we we are trending in a good direction, both statewide and locally. Um, we did have a 17-day period where we didn't have any new confirmed cases, um, but then in this past week, we've had cases in every day um so it, i just i really am glad to be on your show this morning to reinforce the protective measures that are so important for us right now as we are gathering more our uh reopening um so in our restaurants and our stores and so you know we have 172 cases right now but the the two cases we had this week, for example, one had uh, six close contacts, and those tests are still pending. Um, so, you know, every we want to avoid every positive case. So, I just I really want um, our listeners and viewers to um, please help us uh, with that. You know, by taking that responsibility, your distance. You know, I. And on social media, we see that um, parents, uh, you know, on playgrounds, for example, they're like, well, how, how do I do this? 
And or do I really have to wear a mask when it's 80 degrees? So, you know, it, the, the key points are maintain that six feet distance. You know, um, if you're a coach and you're, you have practice with um, some, some kids, um, you know, those constant reminders, stay six feet apart. Um, and then the mask is not as important. But whenever um, you're not able to do that, please uh, wear that mask. And um, people are traveling together uh, with members of, um, of, of people who are not members of their own school you know, in vehicles. So a mask should be worn. And this will really help us moving forward because we all want to reopen our community. Um, and in order to really, we need everyone on board with those, those protective measures. Um, so when we talk about the protective measures, social distancing, right? We're emphasizing that. If you can't socially distance, wear your mask or face covering. Good hygiene. Wash your hands and hand sanitizer all the time. And then if you're in the workforce, we've talked about this. If you're not feeling well, don't go to work. And if you're an employer and you have people who appear to be showing symptoms and they have the sniffles, send them home. That's right. That's right. That's the foundational messaging for and, and actions for, for getting us through this. Can't say those four often enough. That's right. That's right. And, you know, I just, I also want to provide reassurance to that we do have um, a very solid uh, um, system in place for our contact tracing. Um, it's um, it's um, run through our public health department. Uh, we Right now we have two public health nurses and they, they are able to get a hold of people who have tested positive within one day and then they make those calls to all of their, their close contacts that are identified. Um, so we, you know, we, we ask people to please um, and, you know, pick up that phone um, when you don't recognize the number, the 413 area code, um, because it could be a public health nurse uh, reaching out to ask you to get tested and, and, and um, implement all of those other safety Great. So along the reopening front, I know several, many of our um, restaurants are open for outdoor dining. From a health point of view, how's that going? So it seems to be going very well. Uh, we worked with uh, several restaurants in reviewing their their plans, and they, you know, I give them so much credit for what what they have been able to to implement. Uh, really changing their entire operation. And so far, you know, I think it's going really well. Um, we, we have not heard any complaints from employees or from customers. Um, so um, we're just really happy. To well, it seems to be going very well. If I have a complaint, it's that my wife and I tried to go out Wednesday night for dinner on our date night, and we couldn't find a place that we didn't have to like wait in line so we went home and ordered in <laughs> i was happy to see our downtown business is doing well on a wednesday absolutely so what else do we need to know this week gina so um well we know that people have been engaged in um some of the demonstrations and, and protests and the the, the state coordinated uh several pop-up test sites uh, throughout the state. 
And, it, you know, in order to identify people who may have um, uh, contracted the virus at those events. And we had two test site days here in, in Pittsfield at the MC. And the first day on Wednesday, they did 227 tests. Um, those tests are, are free of charge. Um, and I'm not sure how many they did yesterday. So we were anxiously awaiting those those test results, um, and hopefully we um, we're all uh, being really careful those events, and we won't have any from that. As, as you know, I was at a couple of those demonstrations. People appeared to be taking the mask and face use seriously. Let's keep our fingers crossed that those protective measures were successful. That's right. All right. Well, Gina, I just have a question. Gina, what, what do you make of or what are your observations in regards to the um, prevalence of COVID in, in other states? So, you know, when you look at Florida and, and, and Texas and, you know, they, they reopened before, uh, well, before we did here in Massachusetts. So, you know, I think there are, are several different factors going on there, but it's, it's, um, you know, I think we have to look at it as a, the, you know, the, the, the risk, there's the high risk associated with reopening and large gatherings. And we cannot let down our guard. We don't want to jeopardize our local health, our public health, or our economic um, 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 recovery. And so, we have control over these, these these personal habits. We all do, and I think collectively, if if we want to be well here financially, emotionally, and physically, these are the things we need to continue doing. And I and I think we have to learn from what what's happening in those other states. Great message, great reminder, Gina. Thank you for joining us as always. Thank you so much for having me. Every week until we get through this. I hope that you get to relax and enjoy some time this weekend. This has been a long slog for you. It, it, and, and for you and the whole, uh, the, whole, the whole team and our people in healthcare, and uh, together we're, we're getting through it, and I hope you get some good rest and um, enjoyment as well this weekend. All right. Great. Thanks, Gina. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. So we're in studio. I, I'm, like, off my game, Lieutenant. I, we haven't mentioned any names except for our guest names. So if you're tuning in this morning, my name is Mike Wynn. I'm the chief of police here in the city of Pittsfield. I am one of the co-hosts and co-producers of this weekly radio and television podcast program. I'm joined in studio this morning by Lieutenant Gary Traversa, Cops Bureau Commander. Good morning, Lieutenant. Good morning, Chief. Sound engineer extraordinaire. <laughs> you just heard from our first guest, Gene Armstrong, director of the city's Department of Public Health or Health Department. And our next guest, who I am thrilled to have in studio with us this morning, is Cheryl Myra, the executive director of Downtown Pittsfield, Inc. And it's always fun to talk to Cheryl about all things downtown, but I think it's especially timely given what we have kind of been coming through for the last three months. So, so true. Hi, how are hi. you? Hi, <laughs> great. Yeah, good. As, well, I mean, as, as good, good as, as you can, can be. be expected. Yeah. Um, this is a time of year where normally we would be ramping up to support special events in the downtown area, 
And uh, that's not going to happen in the way that it normally does this year. But you and your colleagues, our colleagues from cultural development, have not been idle. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So why don't you tell us what you've been up to? So um, we have the ambassador program coming back this year, which we weren't sure was going to happen or not. Um, But it is going to happen. We have several ambassadors. Um, so for those of you who are not sure, the downtown ambassadors are folks who are trained by police and CPR and they carry police radios and they walk the downtown loop and um, are eyes and ears for public safety and act as concierge for those who are visiting downtown who need help with the parking meters, need to know where to park, um, wayfinding. And uh, this year it'll be especially um, important because things are so different. And our downtown guide did not get printed this year because of obvious reasons. We wanted to make sure that accurate information was in the guide. Um, and without, once you put something in print, you never know, you know what's going to change. So, um, so these folks will be around um, helping point people who are looking for outdoor dining, retail opportunities, um, and the minimal amount of cultural activity that will be going on downtown. So uh, I, I know that Third Thursdays isn't happening at all this year, and that's super sad. Um, I know that Jen Glockner is pretty sad about that as well. She was not happy. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, we had a meeting the other day um, on my deck, <laughs> um, which was nice. But um, yeah, it's pretty, there's a lot of, you know, it's very difficult for us in the Berkshires too. I mean, everywhere across the country. But for us locally, um, it's going to be um, very different. You know, it's it, for, for our viewers and listeners, it, it may not make sense, right? So, third Thursdays, start right? we'd, we'd be a couple months in now and they go generally through september right and so okay it's it's june you've got you can do it in september um but the third thursdays if we had started on time the may third thursday planning would have started in february and been in earnest in march which is when we were gearing up for the pandemic response and all of the vendors and all of the participants and all the musicians all those contracts need to be enacted and in place now um, and they would all be done under the um, the current financial planning and the current budget planning, and none of that stuff was happening. So even if we thought we could do something in, in September, we don't have the infrastructure, the backbone in place to do it on. Um, and so while it may seem like it's a long time away, interrupted processes are now starting to have ripple effects. And Third Thursday is the... Um, by far the biggest and and most frequent example and there's so many moving parts not just from municipal departments police department fire department public services highway um health but then all of the other partners and dpi that we work with who also weren't able to do the planning work um you know we just i got an email um i think it was yesterday it might have been wednesday uh, live at the lake right similar Mm -hmm. can't can't plan can't get staffing in place can't ink the contracts can't do that work can't hold the event so uh, although we feel like we went through the surge in in march and april the impact is now going to be six to eight months out 
So that is disappointing on many fronts. Right. And I mean, that's the same that we're coming up against um, thinking about the downtown Festa Frolic in December. We don't know if, I mean, we can't start planning that now, but this is when we would start planning it, if not already. (laughs) So so long-term impacts. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just think that's an important point, right? Because DPI is doing stuff year-round, offering normally offering stuff year-round. So at this point in time when we would be doing Third Thursday, simultaneously to doing Third Thursday, planning is going on for stuff going into next year. Both processes now interrupted. So that's it's hard. Well, it's on, sad. Um, it is. It's very sad. But on the good news front, First Friday's Arts Walk will be back in August. Um, That's great. Again, with all social distancing measures in place. So people will need to wear masks to enter the venues. Um, and more information will be out about that soon. All right. So what else is going on downtown? I know there's a big push for public art. Yeah. Um, there's a happy which um, there's a um, public art show, a drive-by public art show. Let me see if I can find some more information about that. So, well, you're looking for that. So, uh, we had a department head meeting yesterday, and uh, Ms. Glockner was in the meeting. Jen Glockner, the director of cultural development, she and Siobhan run the Lichtenstein Center, and you know they've they've been busy. You know they they've figured things out. So first Friday's art walk will be back, as Cheryl said in August. But first Friday's art walk went vir- virtual during the entire pandemic. They pushed things online and got to you know introduce and do profiles on some of the artists. Um, Jen worked with the high schools to push some art displays from high school students that normally would have had their shows during. You know, end of year activities. They got those into some storefronts so people could drive by and see the art. Yeah, it's been fantastic. It's, I'm yeah. really impressed by all that art in the windows. There is. Um, she shared with us yesterday that you know everybody's dealing with the anxiety and the sense of loss from having been through the the lockdown, and they've been contacted with uh, by some artists who, in response to both the pandemic and the um, you know sense of disturbance and civil unrest in the country right now they, they want to participate and they want to say something so um paint box i think is going to be is going to be extended yes yeah, so artscape is um we're bringing back i think possibly four paint boxes um three new ones yeah. um the, so the artscape committee is pretty active and and advocating for public art now is the time for public art um yeah, yeah. Lots, lots going on. So, and the other yeah. thing is, well, Artscape related is that there's a call right now for artists, um, which I'll read to you for a second. But first, I wanted to talk about the um, traveling art show. Never mind. Sorry. This is <laughs> this is the hotel on North Gallery space, um, which the hotel is open. You can go and see um, Jesse. Um, Tobin Macaulay's show Happy and if you don't know her work it is happy Um, so check that out in the Hotel and North lobby we can all use something happy right now absolutely Um, so uh, I don't want to steal Jen's thunder um, but I will she shared with the group and I, I will share if you live work or travel through Pittsfield I think I think before the end of summer you may see some changes to some downtown crosswalks 
Mm. Um, more to come on that. I, I, we haven't uh, gotten the details, but they, they did share that cultural development and uh, public administration, uh, public services are, are jointly working on a plan for some. Uh, Do you have Jen coming in to talk about that? Not yet. Okay. Yeah. So uh, really good things to come. Um, some things that we talked about on our deck on my deck the other day. <laughs> so this. Um, so back to so artscapes. Um, Artscape, if you don't know, is the public is a um, a committee um, associated with the city of Pittsfield um, to create bring public art to downtown Pittsfield, um, and part of Paintbox is one of the programs um, that we bring. So when you see those electrical boxes around Pittsfield that are painted, um, those artists were paid. We raise money. Uh, we ha usually have, that was another thing that was canceled, is that we have a fine art auction or an art auction every year um, the, for the past two years um, to raise money for artists so that we can pay the artists to provide such beautiful public art for Pittsfield. I, I love our paint boxes. They, they make me smile when I drive by them. And they're both beautiful and in many cases poignant. There's some... Uh, interesting messaging included in those in those paint boxes when you walk or drive by check them out i don't know that i have a favorite but the one that i see the most often in, on my commute is the one near park square that's kind of the popcorn, yeah, the popcorn one. one i love that's that awesome one. so um i have a quote here okay. from mayor tire um she says that we are a city that recognizes celebrates and creates spaces for artistry to thrive in its many forms as we continue to transition into reopening, we look forward to the addition of vibrant, innovative, and creative images to our downtown as we engage in more aspects of community life. So artscape artists um, who are chosen, so it's a juried process where artists will send in their work and the committee will choose the artists to paint on the paint boxes. Um, we are looking for art specific to what is going on in our country right now. So Artscape um, are, will offer artists a $250 stipend as well as $150 towards art supplies um, per eligible utility box. So um, go to um, cityofpittsfield.org slash Artscape for more information. And if you're an artist or if you know somebody who's an artist, please uh, apply. Call for artists. Can't oh. wait to see new paint boxes. Absolutely. That's just a fun project. It's terrific. Yeah. Um, it affects everybody. It does. Um, and so I want to go back to restaurants. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So um, outdoor restaurants, we have, um, if anybody is looking for specifically who has outdoor dining, um, Ponchos. They're also, they also have delivery and takeout and curbside pickup. But you can also eat outside at their beautiful tables that they have right on the sidewalk on North Street. Um, Tito's has a beautiful outdoor dining um, taken over the parking lot there. Um, they moved tables outside. It's it's a wonderful space. I walked by there the other day and saw people out there with their masks on, um, drinking margaritas through a straw. Quite the fiesta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they do not take reservations, and outdoor seating is open from 11 to 9 p.m. Marketplace, Marketplace Cafe, um, they've been rocking it. Um, 
So they have contactless delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and outdoor dining as well. And remember, Tuesdays is half-price latte day. I always remember that. <laughs> it's very important. Um, Patrick's Pub has outdoor dining. Um, reservations are required for that. And it's a 90-minute time limit for each reservations. Um, so Hotel and North is doing something really interesting. Saw that. They have a huge tent in the back parking lot there. Um, and they're turning that into a wonderful festival of food. So um, the back lot has taken on a new identity as summertime, open air, culinary, and cocktail experience in the parking lot of the hotel just off of Summer Street. It offers guests seating under a tent. There's going to be lawn games, a full bar, and rotating food trucks, starting with Biggins Diggins um, this weekend, started yesterday um, from um, four to nine, Thursday through Saturday, four to nine, and Sundays, 11 to three. So I'm very excited to check that out. It's awesome. Um, and Hot Harry's, of course, I don't know if you've heard, but has taken over. Um, what do you call that space next to Hot Harry's? I don't know what we call it. It's like a slurry. It, it used to be, <laughs> it used to be the raised sidewalk, the covered sidewalk between North Street and Depot Street. And then when they converted uh. and tore part of it down uh, when the CVS was it was gone uh, it, that was just left I'm okay. not really sure well it's providing a great space That's for awesome. outdoor dining um, so they also do takeout and delivery through yeah. DoorDash cool alright it's 930 it's time for another check of the weather station identification and some PSAs and then we'll be back to talk more about what's going on downtown and beyond thank you Cheryl Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. Folks, unfortunately, drug use is a driving factor for a lot of crime taking place in our city. The most prevalent crime being theft. Please, take the extra time to ensure that your belongings are safe inside your vehicle. Do not leave anything of value in plain sight. Hide your belongings. Place them in your trunk or take anything of value out of the vehicle. Always keep your vehicle locked. Don't make it easy for them. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal Credit Union, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair, one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people they support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. PCTV and WTBR are committed to serving our community in this difficult time. We will bring you live coverage of press conferences and official statements from our government officials on PCTV CityLink Channel 1303, on the Pittsfield Community Television Facebook page, and on WTBR as they happen and as we are able to do so. Please stay tuned to our channels and our social media for updates on press conferences and other important information pertaining to the ongoing pandemic. Good morning. Welcome back to On Patrol with the PPD here on WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, simulcast on Pittsfield Community Television, and now available on all of your popular podcast platforms. When we started this not quite a year ago, somebody said, I listen to your podcast. We have a radio show. I, don't, I wasn't even listening to podcasts when we started this. Um, but WTBR pivoted, PCTV pivoted, 
and we pivoted with them. So now, after we receive the audio files from our colleagues and crew here at PCTV and we upload them to our new platform, you can find them on all popular podcast platforms, including Spotify, Stitcher, uh, I don't know, it's Apple Music now, or Apple Podcasts. Um, there's another one. But, I don't even uh, know how you remember yeah. the ones you do, which is... <laughs> <laughs> things I did not anticipate when I became a police officer. Right. So just real quick, um, before we get back to talking about all things downtown, um, I just I need to take a minute and, and just talk about this. I, you know, as a, as a chief of police, I'm a public figure. I'm frequently in contact with the media. Lieutenant Traversa, you serve as our primary public information officer. You help me with that a lot. Um, no. You know, don't shy away from the media, but it's it's a part of the job, but it's not a it's not a focus of the job, right? I mean, we partner with the media and we provide information to the media, but you know, we're not. I've spoken to more television news networks in the last three weeks than I have in the previous thirteen years. I was thinking this morning um, because you know we do have a, a group email where we let everybody that is a PIO know you know, who we're talking to, um, just so there isn't any overlap. Um, the amount of messages that you sent out over the last few weeks, I'm overwhelmed for you. It's, <laughs> it's, been, it's been brutal. Um, we had, my, my wife had a properly socially distanced gathering with a couple of her girlfriends last night, and so they, they arrived at the house and I had to excuse myself. I did an hour-long program with WWLP last night. It's like, what is happening yeah. so um lots lots going on lots of different things that program will air on sunday it's available online on wwlp today uh did um, another television program um earlier in the week that one uh, has already aired it's just it's a lot and they want to hear from you Apparently, Most of them want to hear from yeah, you. Apparently. Um, so, was, last, last night I was on with Chief Casper from Northampton, who is a trusted colleague and has uh, become a friend. And, um, you know, just lots of demands. Lots of demands for commentary and opinion and what are we doing. And um, so interesting and difficult times. Yeah. Let's talk about fun, happy stuff instead. Let's talk about what's going on in downtown Pittsfield as we kind of start the reopening phases and, and try to move back to getting people into our downtown, um, into, at least right now, outdoor dining for our, our restaurants, as uh, Cheryl already listed some, changes to retail, retailers retailers pivoted, pivoted rapidly. Um, you know, we didn't talk about it, and, I, and it's, still, it's still going on, right, the, uh, the gift card program? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I, as a Pittsfield resident, as a person who participates a lot in some of the activities of downtown Pittsfield, Inc., as somebody who has gotten to work with, you know, the organization over the years, I was excited and proud when early on in, um, in the pandemic and in, in the lockdown that DPI and the DPI board practically overnight, it, it was like, we're talking about it, we're talking about it, we're talking about it. It's there. Um, I think Jesse sent us all an email and said, it's there now, go now. Uh, and, <laughs> and basically what they did is they opened an online store where you could go and buy gift certificates or gift cards from downtown member businesses that uh, you, you know, frequented or supported. And uh, I 
I was I had timing worked out. I had uh, gotten a tax return back, and I had a little mm. bit of discretionary money right at that time. And I sat on my couch one weekend night, and I was like, "Yep, I love that business. I'm gonna throw them a little, throw them a little float." And uh, you could just go and buy gift cards so that they could have some revenue, and then you can redeem them when they reopen. It was awesome. Yeah, and the businesses are so appreciative. Um, I think it's helped a lot. Um, so gift card sales have dwindled, of course, yeah. that makes sense. Um, but you can still buy them at downtownpittsfield.com, um, shop gift cards. You can also buy gift cards at, restu- at restaurants stores. and retail stores, um, anywhere, really. Everybody has a gift card. So your favorite shop, your favorite frozen yogurt place, what have you, um, you know, you support them. Yeah, absolutely. Support them. Shop local. Eat um, local. <clears throat> eat local. And I just, I, we, I don't normally like give individual recognition to our individual businesses. I don't want to cause any rifts. <clears throat> but there's, there's one downtown business that I, I did do a gift card for that I just have to mention. Because they were declared essential at the outset. Car hardware. I knew you were going to say car. And, uh, <laughs> and thank God, right? Not only, you know. In the middle of this, something happens at the house, and like I just, you know, got to go get this, got to go get that. I wanted to, um, I wanted to light up the house for Senior Week in Green and Gold for Taconic High School. Where do I go get Green and Gold lights? You know, car hardware. It was easy, but from a professional point of view, early, early on in standing up the EOC, when we were chasing PPE everywhere, uh, we got a call one afternoon that a car had some stuff on the floor that was for sale. And we were looking for stuff for EMS providers and first responders. And we called over there and said, hey, we're sorry, not for nothing. Before you put it on the floor, we need you to call us and we'll buy it. But we need you to give us a first crack at that because we got to get this stuff out to the ambulance services. And they absolutely, for like the first several weeks, they were calling the EOC saying, we've got Tyvek and we've got masks and we've got gloves. Do you need it? And we took a couple trips over there and said, yes, we'll take all that. And so we <laughs> bought it and put it over in the EOC and pushed it out. And then after a couple of weeks, we were like, all right, you know, we're, we're okay. We got, we got through that initial push, but they were a great partner for us. And they helped us out tremendously at the beginning of standing up the coordinating center in the EOC. They're amazing. Yeah. They're some amazing <clears throat> people. Um, so all car hardware stores are open. Um, plus, they have curbside pickup and home delivery. Um, so just call your... The car closest to you. Yeah, and it's it's the time of year. If, you know, I follow them on Facebook. They just got a shipment of air conditioners, so mm-hmm. it's that time. <laughs> is Lennox open yet? Yeah, mm-hmm. that is. store is beautiful. It's beautiful in there. Yep. Nice. They have a nice outdoor area too. Yeah. All right. So, Cheryl, what else is going on downtown? So a little bit of retail. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, places that are open. Let's see. Circa is open again. Nice. Um, Clark Vintage Lighting. Deidre's Special Day is open. Um, I would call these places before you go just to confirm what their hours are. But all of them are, all of them have social distancing requirements in place. You have to wear a mask. Um, Some of the stores, most of the stores will limit how many people can come in at a time. I know Circa, I think, is five. Um, RJ store, I think is three, um, depends on the size of the store. Um, Dorian ginger is open, beautiful gift store near, um, hotel on North. 
Um, Elegant Stitches is open. The Garden has been open. Um, Garden Blossoms Florist. Township 4, I believe, is reopened. Um, last weekend, um, my parents came up, and I can't hug them, which is sad. Um, but we went to see baby goats and lambs and calves and piglets at um, Hancock Shaker Village. Village. And it was wonderful. I I didn't know that I couldn't hold the animals, <laughs> but it makes sense that you can now. But that must man, have been a sad realization. Yeah, it was sad, but um, it was still so nice to go somewhere else other than my house and see something else other than my husband's face. <laughs> I don't think you meant that the way I love my husband, but it was nice to see piglets and there's, you know, a 1500 pound pig there. I mean, it's huge. Um, Hancock Shaker Village is an amazing local asset that does not get nearly enough credit and attention. Um, you know, I remember going there as a middle schooler and, ex and experiencing it quite literally a living museum. Yeah. Uh, and the programming has in increased dramatically over the last, you know, it's got to be 40 years now, 30 years. So, um, they, they actually had us prepare a lunch in the shaker kitchen like mm -hmm. we went we went to the garden and we got stuff and then we took the stuff into the kitchen and we made lunch as a class it was awesome so that does sound amazing yeah, yeah it's um, a beautiful place to walk around there's beautiful gardens lots of animals there's a trail in the woods um the, really nice day there's a there's a trail head on the opposite side of the street that accesses yeah. a trail network that will take you all the way into the state forest or over into uh, new york on the taconic crest trail how steep is Shaker Mountain? Uh, parts of it can be steep. Okay. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Miller Supply is open. Um, Museum Outlets is not open, but you can shop online. Yeah. Um, Paul Rich and Sons is open, and they have all their indoor and outdoor collections are on sale right now. You can save up to 40%. Um, Peace Train Tees is open. Radiance Yoga is closed, but they're offering their live stream classes, classes. online. online. Um, you, it's um, a pay what you can scale. So check that out, Radiance Yoga. Um, RJ's store is open. Just real, real quick, I've yep. got to go back. So uh, Radiance recently had uh, ownership change, not, not too long before the declaration. And um, you may not know this, Lieutenant, but uh, the, the new owner, is our yoga instructor she's the ppd association yoga instructor at shannon. Uh, shannon and uh she also did the classes that um personnel put on for the fitness program through the city so uh shannon is a great she's just a great person and she's a great yoga instructor i enjoy taking classes with her and they they pivoted quick to yes. an online profile right away so yes sorry for interrupting no, no. <laughs> yeah, Shannon and I were actually in Berkshire Leadership Program together in 2018. So we're buddies. Um, so Steve Valenti's is open. I don't know if you guys saw that video that Wonder Woman was there. I did not see that. Yeah, Wonder Woman was there. I think it was yesterday. Gal Gadot was in Steve Valenti? Yeah. Steve, if you're listening, you did not call me to tell me that. We got to talk, buddy. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Um, it was actually a local Wonder Woman. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so 
as we move into the reopening, things will change. Um, we hope that things will continue to reopen. But that's the basics of what is um, open for downtown retail and dining, including Dottie's is open, I think, from 7 to 2. Um, they have outdoor seating as well um, and and takeout. Yeah. I, I don't get to Dottie's as often as I would like because when I do when I do work downtown, I try to walk, and it, it's about as far as I can get from the office, you know, yeah. conveniently for a meeting. And we do co coffee with a cop there sometimes and stuff like that. Um, but I do love it there, and it's an amazing space. We have meetings there, and um, another local business that just, you know, not just is the the stuff there amazing, but smart because they shifted to groceries yeah. early in the pandemic, right? Yeah. So um, they produce food and they bake and that meant they had supply chains of things that people were having difficulty finding so they're like we've got stuff being delivered that we're going to use in our kitchen here's what we're ordering we'll order more if you would like it let us know and come pick it up from us i know a lot of people brilliant. that bought stuff from dotties and yeah. then froze it yeah. brilliant yeah so yep. good right. community player there absolutely yeah. So we've talked about culture and tourism. We've talked about restaurants and outdoor dining. We've talked about retail. We haven't talked about DPI. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? Um, so uh, our staff has been focused on a long time, the gift card store. Um, and now since that's dwindling a little bit, we're actually going to focus um, the gift card situation on a chamber gift card, um, which instead of getting the way the this emergency gift card store was set up was so that to get the money into the businesses first before the gift cards are redeemed. So what happened with that store is the money would come in from you and then we would cut a check and send it to the businesses and then the businesses would send out the gift cards and so what we're working on now is what a lot of chambers have like northampton has a chamber gift card so you get a chamber gift card for fifty dollars you can spend it at car you can spend it at dotties you could go to rj store you could spend it at you know berkshire general store um and then the, they, the businesses get the money once it's redeemed. So we're moving on to that model. Um, so, the goal is to have that out by the holidays. So more like a common currency kind exactly, of thing. Right? Exactly, exactly. So, so I, I, can't, I can't not ask you about this and let this go and give you credit. You held an annual meeting and an election of officers and did a turnover of the executive during the pandemic yes yeah yeah just no, no small feat <laughs> just got well, that done <laughs> i mean i never used zoom before coronavirus um but i use it every day now i'm sure a lot of us are in that same boat um you know it's obviously it's not the same but at least you can see people's faces and have seen them all along um so it's been fun um, to do that. So we did have the annual meeting on May 1st, just as it was scheduled. Um, we have three new board members and we're doing a board member orientation soon. Um, but we have a great strong board, um, a lot of activity. 
Um, we meet every other month and the executive committee meets every other month in between. So um, it's a, a great organization, a great board. Um, yeah. So we, we um, so Jesse Cook Dubin, who's been president for four years, I believe, um, f has been replaced um, by Brandon Holding from Barrington Stage Company. <coughs> so he's now the president of our board and leading us well in, through this pandemic. And uh, I just have to emphasize that as scheduled, pretty much, I mean, yes, the, the venue changed, <laughs> yeah. but the process didn't, right? The Right. I mean, we didn't get to have the award ceremony. Right. Um, you know, the idea every year we have an award ceremony. Um, we give out three awards. Gosh, I hope I can remember them right now. So there's the president's award, um, which is obviously given by the president of the board. The Bob K. Quattrochi award, award, person of the downtown person of the year. What's the other one? I'm not going to be able to help you with this one. But Anyway, sorry about that, guys. Brain's not, um, yeah. coffee's not finished yet. Um, so we usually have an award ceremony and like there's food and it's sort of like a little socializing. And so, you know, we'd still like to do that if we could later in yeah, the year. Get back to depending that. Depending on the situation. All right. So before I honor my weekly commitment to Jen and Shaban to talk about stuff from uh, Cultural Pittsfield, with the nine minutes we have left, Cheryl, what else do you want our viewers and listeners to know? What else is happening? We got a ton of special event permits coming in for events that are going to be downtown do later we? in the summer. Yep. See, um, I don't know. Barrington Stage has got something going on. Berkshire Theater Group has got one in that we're processing. There's going to be special events and shows later in the summer uh, at Wakona Park, in the parking lot of the Colonial, in the Common. Um, Milltown just contacted us. They, they're they're looking at doing a virtual a virtual okay. version of the Tanglewood from the Common. I was wondering about that. Yeah, there's uh, you know there's a lot of stuff that we've we've gotten used to seeing downtown all the time, like Shakespeare in the Park and stuff. We're not gonna be able to do the way we know how to do it, mm -hmm. but people are being creative. People are coming up with ideas. So. Yeah, it's amazing how innovative people are. Um, and creative. Um, I, Berkshire Theater Group is um, has Godspell coming to the Fitzpatrick main stage on August first, or um, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of things going on at Barrington Stage as well. So. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's run through the Cultural Pittsfield newsletter real quick, and then we'll uh, get Cheryl's final thoughts and. We'll figure out what we're going to do next week all right so we already talked about the downtown ambassadors um interviews have are being conducted and uh we, we think we're gonna be, have four i think we're gonna have four so a little expansion in the program um let's see uh artist in residence uh they're looking for writers for artists in residence at um mastheads. the mastheads through uh arrowhead mel uh herman melville's home in pittsfield Ride for Roots Rising from June 20th to 28th. Cyclists and mountain bikers can compete beginner, intermediate, or advanced route to raise money for community food access. Another amazing thing that happened during the pandemic here is how much our farmers markets and the farmers and our providers were able to to not only maintain the Pittsfield farmers market expanded. Yeah, like they they got new space and uh, they were delivery able to, volunteers. Yeah, nice, awesome. <laughs> uh, 
Ollie, uh, Berkshire Ollie still has their programming going on. Um, let's see, where are we here? Oh, the Berkshire All-Stars event is going to be held virtually. That's the, I think it's two or three years old. The Berkshire Eagle sponsors that. It's for all of the, to recognize the county athletes. They usually bring in a nationally recognized um, a prominent athlete or coach to talk and to recognize the All-Star teams from all the county high schools. We already talked about uh, downtown dining, and we talked about downtown retail, and got that whole um, list is available. We already talked that Hotel on North has got something really cool going on with the food trucks. That's going to be fun to check out. Um, we didn't list, and I, I, I can't not because I dined with them again yesterday. Berkshire General Store mm -hmm. is back open with social distancing and one-way traffic and mask use, but lots of downtown businesses that were shuttered are open in some capacity so put on your mask get out of your house come downtown check it out uh, support our local businesses if you want to know all the on 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 if you want to know all the available food things that were open throughout the pandemic either for a carryout takeout a curbside delivery check out one berkshire's list on the one berkshire website um and, you know, as we've said many times on this program in the past, for all things kind of like COVID related, the City of Pittsfield website, cityofpittsfield.org, has a, a link right at the top of the page um, to all of our COVID activity, including the community dashboard. Um, this may be the most quote unquote normal radio program we've done in three months mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, well, glad to be here we're glad you could come in and, and join us so we've got about four minutes left um can i just interject for a second absolutely there's um the list that i was um, reading from is on downtownpittsfield.com um it's COVID 19 what's open and closed in downtown pittsfield so that great. will answer all your questions there as well for, awesome for downtown related another great resource and also a link to the gift card short gift card store if anyone is interested in purchasing gift cards looking forward to redeeming some of those gift cards in the next couple of weeks too mm -hmm. um lieutenant traversa yes. you've had a busy busy week a lot going on aren't they all Lately, yes. <laughs> yes. You've, you've been manning the desk at the office and doing work there, traveling home, doing interviews remotely. What do you got planned for the weekend? Um, it's Father's Day. So, it's Father's um, Day. My wife is putting together some um, festivities, kind of keeping an eye on the weather to, to see what day is going to work best. Every, you know, Obviously, everybody wants to be outside. Um, just recharging for Monday. Recharging for Monday and come back and do it again. I got a heavy week next week uh, with some projects. So, um, yeah. It's, uh, Cheryl, how about you? Plans for the weekend? For the first time in four months, I'm going to see my sister. That's nice. Yeah. Where does your sister live? In Waltham. Nice. Travel yeah. safely. Thank you. Be safe. Be healthy. Take some hikes. Nice. New, new, new places. That's awesome. With the dog. That's awesome. Yeah. I have to, uh, I, I, well, I, I got some exercise in as scheduled this week, but the, the television appearance is really messed with my schedule a little bit. I got to get some exercise. Got to get outside. Have not been on either one of my bikes yet this year, so maybe trading in my hiking boots for my 
cycling shoes and, and see if I can do that. Those are kind of weather dependent too, so we'll have to figure it out. I started doing outdoor classes with Berkshire Fitness and Wellness. Nice. Yeah, cool. with Amy Marshall. All right. Wait, uh, my child, I'm not going to get any jujitsu in this weekend. The dojo is closed for Father's Day, so I have to figure something else out. And then um, on Sunday, we have another rally planned. Uh, three young men uh, from our community uh, have decided that they're going to, um, on, a, on a local scale, replicate the efforts of the Million Man March. Uh, and so we have an event planned that the police department has been invited to participate in, not just um, protect and support. And so that march is occurring on Sunday afternoon. Uh, it starts at Durant Park, the intersection of Columbus Ave and John Street. And then after some remarks in the park, they will proceed from John Street to Columbus, up Columbus to North, to Park Square, where there is a short speaking program. My friend and brother, Reverend Warren Dews, will be addressing the crowd. And so I'll be there for that on Sunday. And then, like the lieutenant said, we'll be back getting after it. Just trying to, you know, get back into the swing of things on Monday. It's going to be busy. Lots it's going to be on. hot. It's going to be hot. Finally. Socially distanced, masked used in the heat. Yeah. So... But let's keep our fingers crossed that all things, uh, you know, the weather cooperates and, and everybody is in, able to enjoy the weekend. You have been listening to another new episode of On Patrol with the PPD here on WTBR 89.7 FM, simulcast on Pittsfield Community Television and now available as a podcast on all of your popular podcast platforms. Our guests today were Gina Armstrong from the city's health department and Cheryl Meyer for DPI. Cheryl, thank you for joining thank us again so and coming in. Thank you so much for having in. me. It's been super it's, fun. It's good to see you. Tune in next week for another new episode of On Patrol with the PPD here on Pittsfield Community Radio and Pittsfield Community Television. Thanks. Have a great week and be well.